When I had my first child, I wanted peace of mind, which is why I used Policy Genius to get term life insurance. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. And some options are 100% online and let you avoid unnecessary medical exams. The process was so simple. I filled out some information, I compared rates, and I spoke to their award-winning agents all in a matter of minutes. And your work life insurance policy may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. And the worst part is it may not go with you if you leave your job. Policy Genius has no incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. And you can go get peace of mind by finding the right life insurance with Policy Genius. So head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes to see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about lifestyle creep and how to prevent it. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of DollarAfterDollar.com, and today we're going to be talking about one of the biggest problems and one of the biggest things that people fall into with their finance, and that is lifestyle creep. And you may have heard of lifestyle creep, and some people call it lifestyle inflation, but it's a silent thief. And it is the biggest problem with your money. And if you're not careful about controlling lifestyle creep, it can completely destroy your finances. It's the main reason why high-income earners still live paycheck to paycheck. You can think about athletes who've made hundreds of millions of dollars who go completely broke because they're human just like us. And they've allowed their lifestyle to creep up slowly over time. And they don't realize that their lifestyle is creeping up. They grew up maybe in a middle-class situation. And as they made a little bit more money, then they started to purchase a little more and get used to that lifestyle. And it just crept up slowly more and more and more. And a lot of people who fall victim to lifestyle creep actually think they're successful. They actually think that other people also think they're successful. They have a nice car. They have a big house. They go on exotic vacations. But if all your money goes out the window, you'll never build true wealth. And you're robbing yourself of your freedom. That's the biggest thing that you're losing when you allow lifestyle creep to set in is you're losing your freedom. The trick to this is to recognize lifestyle creep before it starts. And that is the biggest key. You have to stop lifestyle creep in its tracks. 
So I'm gonna show you exactly how to prevent lifestyle inflation for good. Let's get into it. So you may be wondering what the heck is lifestyle creeper? What is lifestyle inflation? And it's actually a simple concept. So if you think about when someone gets a raise at work or when you've gotten a raise at work, people think that they need to reward themselves. And maybe they buy a nicer car or upgrade to a bigger house or you spend more money on clothes. And it's a very slow process. You barely notice it happening. So a lot of times what people will do is they'll get a raise and maybe they'll they'll move into a nicer apartment. They'll rent a nicer apartment in a in a nicer part of town. And then they'll get another raise and they'll get an even nicer apartment. And lifestyle starts to creep up. And there's nothing wrong with doing anything like this. But if you constantly let your spending creep up, you will never ever build true wealth. And typically what happens is people continue to get raises and they continue to allow their lifestyle to creep up. They increase their spending without increasing their savings as well. See, there's a balance to personal finance. There's a balance to the way you have to actually manage your money. And if you continue to increase your spending, but do not increase your saving, then you're running on a treadmill. You're not going anywhere. Then what a lot of people do is they just continue to upgrade And maybe they upgrade to an even bigger house. So they purchase a house which has a bunch of rooms that they'll never use. But if they took that money and saved it and invested it instead, you would see a massive difference in your finances over the course of that time period. So the way to think about spending is to spend money on things that bring you true value. There's value and there's price. And they're not one and the same. So you have to understand the difference. And balancing spending towards only things that bring you value And allocating the rest of your money towards your investments is how you build real wealth. There's some true ways that you can ask yourself if you've actually fallen into lifestyle creep. And one of the best ways to do this, especially if you make a decent salary, is to think back at your entry-level position. What was the number that you thought of when you were in that entry-level position that you thought, if I made X amount, I would be happy? So maybe you started off making $40,000 a year. And you said to yourself, if I just hit $90,000 a year, then I'll be happy. Then eventually you go along and you hit that $90,000 a year goal and your lifestyle inflates. Then you start to think, well, maybe I just need to hit $120,000 a year. Then I'll be happy. So you hit the $120,000 goal. And then you think, now I need to hit $150,000 a year. Then I'll be happy. This begins to get worse and worse over time. You take on more payments, you take on a bigger mortgage, you get buy a nicer car, take on bigger car payments, and then you want more. And it increases and it inflates. And if you're earning a high-level income and you're still not satisfied, but you think back and say, hey, I used to think if I hit this level, I would be happy, but I'm not. Then maybe you need to look around and say, has my lifestyle crept up too much? Are there things around me that don't bring me value? And if everything around you brings you true value, it truly makes you happy, then great, continue pursuing increasing your income. But if that's not the case, if there's things that you've purchased that don't bring you value and don't bring you happiness and don't bring you true joy, then you need to reconsider those items. You need to reconsider the way you're spending your money because your lifestyle is creeping up and most people don't realize it. Trust me, a lot of smart people don't realize that their lifestyle is creeping up. But if you can realize this, you're gonna be 10X ahead of anybody else with your personal finances. Because if you can control this creep, It's going to completely change your life and it's going to completely change your investing goals and everything else around you because now you're buying freedom instead of stuff. Now you're buying time back, which is the most powerful thing you can do with your money. So let's get into how to prevent lifestyle creep. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
And if you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to Indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Last year, I was not tracking my finances like I should. And truthfully, it's because I had not found an easy way to automate that process. Then I found a tool called Monarch Money, which changed that for me because it made it so incredibly easy. I synced my accounts and in one click, it created a budget for me based on my past spending habits. And Monarch is a top rated all in one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get a 30 day extended free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. And Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving the product. And they have tools that allow you to seamlessly collaborate with your partner. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash PFP for your extended 30-day free trial. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. Some of my favorite memories over summer is going on vacation with the family. But summer fun can get expensive. And when you have financial goals, you need to decide what's worth it and what you value. And a Chime checking account can help you reach your financial goals while still enjoying summer. So take back your finances with features like SpotMe, which is a no-fee overdraft protection. Or you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. And you can learn more at chime.com slash PFP. They have no monthly fees or maintenance fees and over 60,000 fee-free ATMs. So live it up this summer and make progress towards your financial goals with Chime. And you can open your account in minutes at chime.com slash PFP. That's chime.com slash PFP. Chime feels like progress. 
Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. So you may be starting to recognize that you've fallen into the lifestyle inflation trap. And congratulations if you have, because your self-awareness is much higher than most people in this world. So start off by congratulating yourself, because most people don't ever even see this downfall. They just let their lifestyle inflate, and they think that's just the way it is. But the key is to prevent this lifestyle from continuously inflating. So I'm going to give you a couple tips that I've used where I've consciously stopped lifestyle creep from getting too out of hand, because it can get out of hand. And the first step is to track your spending. So nobody wants to hear the word budget. I understand that. Budget is a cuss word to some people. Nobody wants to ever budget. They think it's hilarious that people will even consider maintaining a budget or you've tried to budget and fail. But it's super important to have a way to track your spending because it allows you to ensure your spending doesn't get out of control. And lifestyle creep takes away your investing power when your spending gets out of control. It takes away your freedom. It takes away the power that your money has. So understanding where your money is going each month is the only way to get a hold of your spending. It's the only way to actually understand where your money's going. Because a lot of people think they know where their money's going. Then they start to actually track their spending and they realize they're spending much more money on certain things like groceries or housing or different items that they may have thought that they're spending much less on. And you can do this through apps like Personal Capital is my favorite, but you can also use YNAB, which I've used for a long time. Or you can even use a simple spreadsheet. Now, personal capital and a spreadsheet are free, and YNAB you have to pay for, but they're all fantastic options. Or you can do the stress-free budget, which I've talked about plenty of times in this podcast, whereas you save your money first, you take it right off the top when you get paid, then the rest of the money you spend on your expenses or whatever else you want to buy, your fun money, anything else like that. And that allows you to not have to stress out about budgeting if you truly can't stick to it. And it saves you time. Because all you have to do is take your savings percentage off the top and the rest of it you just go ahead and spend. The second way to stop lifestyle creep is to understand what truly brings you value. Because once you start to understand your values, it's going to help you tremendously when making decisions about money. You all of a sudden have true clarity of exactly where you want your money to go and what you want your money to do. And you see every piece of spending as a trade-off. Because frivolous spending on things that don't bring you value will take away from spending on things that bring you true joy. So you can buy this thing, but that also means that there's a trade-off, an inherent trade-off that you cannot buy something else that brings you true value. So make a list of what matters to you. And I did this once. I made a huge list of exactly what I wanted and what matters to me. It produced true clarity for me. Then spend lavishly on that list. Yeah, you heard me right. A personal finance guy just said, spend lavishly. But the thing is, The things that bring you true value are what you should be allocating your money towards. And if you want, make a second list that consists of things that you're spending money on that don't bring you true joy. You're starting to realize that you're spending money on things that really don't bring you true joy and just make it a no-buy list. Don't buy it anymore. I'm not talking about things like car insurance or utilities. Obviously, all that stuff is a necessity. But if you're eating out every single day for lunch and it doesn't bring you true value and you're spending a couple hundred dollars a month on lunch, then maybe you should rethink that. Something like a couple hundred dollars on lunch every single month could also be a European vacation every year. So there's trade-offs to every single thing that you purchase. And the biggest thing is to look at the big ticket items because if housing or a fancy car 
or anything that's a big ticket item doesn't bring you value, then you don't let it suck out your hard-earned dollars. Don't let it take away your money from you. Look at those items and say, hey, how much of this do I need to bring me full fulfillment? The third tip is when you get a raise, increase your savings rate. So this is one of the biggest things that you need to do. Every single time you get a raise, increase the amount that you're saving. And one of the best ways to do this is to automate your savings. In one of our earliest episodes, we talk about automating your money. And automating your savings is one of the best ways to make sure that you're actually allocating enough funds towards your savings and investment. And if you do this immediately after you get a raise, you're not gonna feel the difference. You're already living on less. And if you allocate, say, 50% of your raise every time you get a pay increase, you're not going to feel any different. You're not going to feel the difference at all. And this tip alone can stop negative lifestyle inflation in its tracks. Because I'm I'm in no way saying don't buy a bigger house or don't buy a nicer car because if those things bring you value, then definitely buy those things. Just take, for example, if you got the modest 3% raise every single year, which if you're listening to the Personal Finance Podcast, you know we're teaching you ways to get more than that 3% raise every single year. But let's go to the bare bones minimum. Let's say you get a 3% raise every single year for your entire career. If you saved just half of that 3% raise, just half, so 1.5% a year, in 25 years, you will have saved 40% more than where you are today. So now think of the difference if you're getting bigger raises or promotions. Say you get a big 10% raise or you get a big promotion that's a 20% raise and you're saving 10% more within that big promotion. There's a massive, massive compounding effect that happens when you save parts of your raises. And that's why it's extremely important to do this right away. Because if you wait too long, your lifestyle is going to inflate. You're going to get used to that lifestyle inflation or that lifestyle creep. And then you're going to go ahead and not save as you should. You're not going to save the increased amount because you're already used to that lifestyle. It's extremely hard to go backwards, as you probably already understand by now. It's extremely hard to save more when you're already used to a lifestyle because now you're cutting out and you're cutting back and nobody wants to cut back. Nobody likes to cut back. Let's just get real here. Cutting back sucks. So if you do it right off the top, if you do it right when you get a raise every single year, then it's much less of an issue than if you wait too long. So just do it right away. The next tip is to create a blow money fund. So my wife and I have had these for a long time. And what we do is we have what we call the BMF or our blow money fund. So my wife has her own that we allocate to, and I have my own. And these are two line items in the budget that we allocate to each other each month. My wife gets double what I get, but whatever. And we allocate it to these accounts each month, and we can just blow it on whatever we want. There's no questions asked. We can just take this money and buy whatever the heck we want. If I want a new golf club, I'm going to get myself a new golf club. Daddy's going to hit that driver right down the middle of the fairway. If my wife wants some $500 shoes that looks like they've been dragged through the mud, because she does, then she can go ahead and buy that. But this allows you to spend on what brings you value without having questions asked, especially if you're managing your money with a partner. And this can reduce stress and anxiety with a partner, so you're okay spending on certain things that bring you value. The final tip I have is to automate your investments. And we just talked about this. When you save off the top, you really need to automate your investments so it automatically goes into your brokerage account because lifestyle creep robs you of your investing power. It just does. And the more money you stuff into your brokerage account, the faster you're gonna be financially independent. So the the question becomes, what do you want? Do you want more stuff or do you want freedom? There's no in-between here. If you wanna work for 40 years, great. If you don't wanna work for 40 years, then you have to make a choice 
for a short period of time. So make sure you set up automated transfers into your brokerage account so you can continue investing and continue pursuing your goals. Now let's get into why lifestyle creep is terrible for your finances. Hey, real quick, if you're getting value out of this episode, leave a rating and review in Apple iTunes and share it with a friend. Now let's get back to the episode. Increasing the gap between your income and expenses is the most powerful growth accelerator to building wealth. And you could do this in two ways. You can either control your expenses so you don't let your expenses get too high, and you can still enjoy nicer things, but not spending the entire amount of what you make on things that don't bring you value. And the second way is to increase your savings rate. So to increase your savings rate, you want to increase your income and reduce your expenses at the same time to have drastic, drastic outcomes. Because your savings rate truly matters. And it's one of the best ways to level up your finances, even if you don't make a lot of money, because it allows you to invest more and save for emergencies. But lifestyle creep will rob you of growing the gap. It'll rob you of being able to grow this gap between your income and your expenses, because that is the main goal, is to grow the gap between your income and expenses. And what happens to a lot of people is lifestyle creep will start to rob them of growing the gap. It'll start to take away the opportunity to grow this gap, because as their lifestyle inflates, the gap actually begins to shrivel. And I've seen people actually make more money. And as they make more money, their spending decreases to almost nothing. And I actually have a reader who reached out to me for help because their savings rate was negative as their income increased because their lifestyle inflation got so out of hand then they started spending so much and getting so used to their lifestyle inflating that they actually went into debt. And when they were making less money, they were saving 30% of their income. And that's the danger of lifestyle creep. It's the danger of lifestyle inflation. It can take away the power your investing has. It could take away your savings rate. It could take away your family's financial future, and it could take away your protection. And that's the biggest danger, is losing your financial future. But if you can control lifestyle creep, then you'll be able to protect this better than anyone else can. So you may be thinking, well, have I let my lifestyle creep up? Have I let my lifestyle inflated? I don't really know. And I'm going to go through the biggest areas that people actually allow lifestyle creep to creep into their life and the biggest areas that they let their lifestyle inflate. And it's actually in the big three. The areas that you really want to control are your biggest expenses. And these are the biggest expenses for everyone. So the first one is groceries and eating out. A lot of people that I teach to get onto a budget finally do so and they realize they're spending way more on groceries than they actually thought they would. Now, if groceries bring you value, if you're a foodie or you love to eat and groceries and dining out bring you value, then spend lavishly on that stuff. Spend on what brings you value. But if they don't and you're spending a ton of money on groceries and you just don't care about it that much, then you have to get control over it. So if you truly are living paycheck to paycheck and you really don't understand where your money's going, look at your grocery bill first because a lot of times that's where people don't understand where their money's going and they spend way more than they need to on groceries. And the same thing goes for dining out, like we were just talking about. If you're eating out with coworkers every single day, then you could be spending hundreds of dollars a month, which amounts to thousands of dollars a year. And if that brings you value, great, keep doing it. But if it doesn't, then you got to get control over this stuff. The second one is housing. So housing is one of the biggest expenses, if not the biggest expense in your life. I know it's the biggest expense in the majority of Americans' lives. And as your income grows, you're going to want to upgrade from renting a house to potentially buying a house. And if you buy a house, 
great. And most people will buy a starter house. And they usually buy the most decent thing that they can afford. Then they get a big raise and they buy a bigger house because they have a couple of kids. And so they buy their forever house. And their forever house has a few extra bedrooms for their kids just to make everybody comfortable. And maybe they have a dog and they want to get a backyard and things like that. And this is where a lot of people should stop. Their forever house is perfectly comfortable for them and their family. But then they get another raise and they buy a bigger house. And they continuously take on more and more debt. And they're not ever able to actually pay down their mortgage. They're not ever able to be, live a mortgage-free life. And the last one is cars and transportation. If cars bring you value, a lot of people love cars, then spend lavishly on cars. But if cars do not bring you value, they are a huge lifestyle inflation proponent. A lot of people will buy a crappy car when they get their first job, or they have a crappy car through college and high school. Then they get their first job and they take on their first car payment. Then they get a promotion. They buy a BMW or Mercedes and they get another promotion. And it just keeps inflating from there on and on and on. And this is all too common just to impress other people. People are buying fancier and fancier cars. Instead of just driving their cars for 10 years and then allowing to get another car as time goes on. Now listen, if you've let your lifestyle creep, don't beat yourself up. Because we all let our lifestyles creep up. It's part of growing as a person. It's part of increasing your lifestyle as a person and actually using your money and spending your money on things that you want. It's actually healthy for your finances. When I first bought a house, I did all the yard work. I refused to pay someone else to do something that I was able to do. And I hated every single second of it. I hated doing yard work. But I didn't want to spend all this money to allow someone else to do it. And over time, as my income increased... Then it increased again. I grew tired of spending five hours a week on my lawn. It just took, it literally took me five hours a week to do a small lawn. And I was extremely reluctant, but I hired another company to do it for a hundred bucks a month. And it's the best hundred dollars a month I've ever spent. It truly brings me joy to not have to go outside in the middle of the Florida heat and mow the lawn every single Saturday morning. And the added benefit is they do a much better job than me. So my lifestyle crept up by taking on an additional hundred dollar payment each month to pay the lawn guy. But I'm spending money on something I enjoy. I'm buying time back. I'm buying five hours a week back, 20 hours a month, just by spending $100. And that's what your money is there to do. And I've since bought a bigger house. We bought in fancier cars, increased our spending in almost every single category. But I've done it in a controlled way, using the lessons we just discussed. And if you can do that in a controlled, balanced way and increase your spending along the journey, then you have a healthy lifestyle creep, my friend. I always increase my saving and investing first to reach my goals. Then I spend what is left over. So take it from me. Lifestyle creep isn't always bad. And this is coming from a guy whose lifestyle has crept. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if this is our first time meeting, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And hey, we're giving away a free one-on-one money coaching session with me. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Then send it over to andrew at dollarafterdollar.com and you'll be instantly entered to win the one-on-one one hour coaching session with me. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day.